Let's uh, start with prayer. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank You for the blessing of Your Word, Your Son, Your incarnate Son, Jesus Christ, who suffered to forgive our sins, to make atonement and a sacrifice for all the things that we do and fail that keep us from standing confidently before You. Because of His love for us, Your love for us, and His sacrifice, we can stand confidently and know You are always near in our times of need. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, da, 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 da. Does anybody know how to turn down the lights? Probably not. <laughs> if you flip open the cover, flip open, flip open. Okay, that'll work too. Uh oh. That's weird. Okay, maybe we turn them all back on again. That's interesting that that switch might be on a dimmer. <laughs> I know there's one over there on a dimmer, which really shouldn't be the case. Pardon me. Well, I, okay, there's a button there called Master, and if you just run it down slowly, it'll take everything down. But maybe we don't. Yeah, we've done it before, so. Oh, it's not happy. Really? Well, it's hot now because the bulb was on, the power went out, and so it's got to play. Anyway. Wow. And I thought this would be easy. Ah, something's happening. Good. Okay, good. There we go. Okay. Um, first, this is email sent out weekly, Friday, from the English District. It's called Servant to Servant, and it's basically just a rundown of the Bishop Hardy's visits, this guy here. If I could make this bigger, I would, but I don't know how. Um, one for one for one, dollar missions. We're going to look at that in a second. Um, it just is like a newsletter, and it's got... Uh, Information on calls received and calls returned and calls recept, uh, accepted. And um, we've put a couple things here, not a whole bunch, but we probably could and should. It's just what's going on in congregations around the district. It's a nice look. English district spread all over the country. Um, so it gives us a way to be close together. Um, what I wanted to look at, we talked about a couple weeks ago, this 111 mission project, and there's a white mailbox out there, and there's a white mailbox out there, and it's $1 per baptized member per uh, week that goes towards the missions of the English district. And what I tried to do a couple weeks ago and could not because of technical difficulties was uh, pull up a video that explains it a little more. 
And through the magic of all things webby. Fear stops us from doing great things. Fear stops us from dreaming big. But there is power and strength in many giving a little. We, the church, the beautiful body of Christ, should dream big. What if the if was not an obstacle? What if money was not a problem? What would you do if you had more resources, capability, or capacity for missions? What if you could dream big without fear? One, one, one. It's simple, not burdensome, not sacrificial. One dollar per member per week. A dollar for missions. Every member, every congregation, baptized babies and the oldest folks as one. With this simple mission funding model, the English district congregations could produce $2.5 million extra for missions every year. Start on September 1st, end on September 1st, every year. It's free will, free participation. No one who gives subtracts a dollar from their normal stewardship. In one year, my congregation, as a model for 111, raised $5,000. Fear stops us from dreaming big. So what if only 50% participate? My congregation raised $5,000 extra for mission, and that was only half of us. A dollar for missions has added benefits. Mission is highlighted weekly in the bulletin. All can participate, down to the youngest. It helps us remember the value of being district, walking and working together. It teaches stewardship, and it disperses fear within the congregation by teaching that there is power and strength in many giving a little. With this simple mission funding model, the LCMS would raise $105 million extra for designated mission every year. At only 50% participation, that's still $52.5 million extra. And the current LCMS national budget is only $77 million. There is power and strength in many giving a little. Fear stops us from doing great things. Fear stops the mission of getting the word out. Dream big by remembering that you are not alone. We are the body of Christ. There is power and strength in many giving a little. One. 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 One dollar per member per week. A dollar for missions. Simple, free participation, all glory to God. It's true. The church cannot be successful alone. Watch, a dollar for missions will do far more than you ever dreamed. And that's all I'm gonna say about that unless there's questions. Um, the um, English district is, I just lied. The <laughs> English district is, um, I don't want you to read my sermon yet. That's not good. Ooh. Or the prayers. That's not good. Okay. Yeah, we'll hang out there. Um, supporting the Dominican Republic. Uh, and uh, I was talking to uh, Pastor Preuss this past Monday, who's down there. 
And the district money is very valuable. They, it goes into a forum that they have that uh, people down there and business people that go down there uh, taking gifts of money decide how that money is dispersed and the needs that, are, that they have. So they get some say into how that money is used um, and it's, it helps in substantial ways. So we can be a part of that. The other thing they're funding with it this year is a uh, mission in uh, Pennsylvania, Mission Congregation, planting a confessional Lutheran church where there isn't a great presence. So um, with that... I'm going to guess. No, I'm not. There you go. I've put together, and it's a work in progress, this sheet that is in your hymnal boxes or on the narthex table. Um, to kind of help us all stay together and uh, pray together for the people of the congregation and be reading Scripture together. Um, it uh, has in it, well, this will ultimately be notes on catechesis for the week, but it's changing, so I'm using it to kind of describe some of the changes. I started, the one the sheet came out last week, um, had kind of its own order down here with the creed and whatnot listed. And what I did was maybe think we go from, from that to daily prayer in our hymnals. And I don't know how many of you brought those with you. But if you turn to page 264, I think it is, 294, um, you will find a... You'll find orders of daily prayer for families and individuals. Um, it's about four pages. And they're, they're based on, you know, what time of day, morning, noon, early evening, or close of day. The liturgies are similar to like Compline or evening prayer, but um, they're made for lay people to do together. So morning prayer, if you look at the bottom of page 295, it has... Uh, Luther's morning prayer at the end. Um, there's at the top, sign of the cross, invocation. Um, you can sing a hymn or canticle. And in, and in this document, you'll find a hymn of the week that sort of goes with a theme of the week. Um, you'll find uh, catechism. Uh, in this case, third and fourth commandments with their meanings and that is in here also on page uh, 321 is Luther's small catechism uh, in its entirety, which would be like the first 43 pages of it, not all the explanations. It's really all in here, and this just kind of gives you some more material to go with it. Now, I did have a thought <clears throat> that possibly it would be good <clears throat> to put this on the website, but people on the website don't have the option of taking this hymnal out of their hymnal box unless they come here and become a member and taking it home, which you might as well do because we have plenty of them in the sanctuary. Bring it back for Easter, Christmas, you know, Thanksgiving, big services. Thanksgiving isn't a really big service, but you can come. But, um, but bring, you know, take it home. 
And if you want, leave it there. We have plenty here. Now, if you have a big family, that said, the, uh, this sheet that I've printed out doesn't have the whole order in it. And what I've said is if there's, uh, a, like in morning prayer, the Apostles' Creed is confessed, the Lord's Prayer is said, and then there's prayers for others and ourselves, that is where you look down into uh, prayers and collects for the week. This collect will look familiar if you're in the early service. Lord Jesus Christ, our support and defense in every time of need, continue to preserve your church in safety, govern her by your goodness, and bless her with your peace. Should be the collect for this week, this Sunday. And you can pray that through the whole week. Um, and then also, there are... Uh, these are historic themes of uh, petitions for prayer through the week that the church has used, you know, for generations and generations, that on different days you pray for different things. For Monday, for faith to live in the promise of holy baptism, for one's calling and daily work, for the unemployed, salvation and well-being of our neighbors, um, schools, colleges, seminaries, for good government and peace. That's not a law that you have to make the list and pray for all of them, but it's to guide you, to help you uh, think of things to pray. Sometimes I think our mind just goes blank. Um, Tuesday, deliverance against temptation and evil for the addicted and despairing, the tortured and oppressed, for those struggling with sin, and on down. So each day of the week, it just gives you cues, if you will, for praying. Uh, in our prayers this week will be those who we have in prayers on Sunday or anybody that wants to be in here. So that will you know, grow as people's excuse me, needs are made known. Um, and then the hymn of the week, which is to uh, look at, meditate on. If you can memorize it, great. If you can sing, great. Um, if you can't sing, for the comfort of your neighbors with the windows open, maybe you just say it out loud. Um, but some of this music, if you, if you look in your hymnal, just open to any hymn you desire. I don't care. Uh, maybe I'll find one that's in English. Uh, if you look, for instance, at hymn 429, down here in the very bottom corner is the tune. It says, wind hymn. The one across the other page is love unknown. If you go do a Google search, wind hymn, tune, or Love Unknown, tune, you will probably find someone playing this on an organ someplace. might have different words, but it'll, it'll give you the tune. And with that, you might be surprised how many of these you recognize, and you know the tune of, and you could sing. Uh, you may find MIDI files that are just simple music files that play the tune to give you a tune to sing along with as a family if you want to. So with those things, um, you can look and this, looking forward to the 18th Sunday after Pentecost, September 23rd. Phil Lehman likes this page because it forces me to pick hymns more than a week in advance. <laughs> so he gets to practice and work on his preludes and postludes and everything, knowing what's going to be done. Um, and you'll notice that um, a service will be in brackets because for the Matin service, we're doing opposite the communion service, we're only using two hymns. 
and that'll be the sermon, office hymn, and the closing hymn. Um, and then there's the readings for the coming week. And I'll try and put something halfway interesting in there to spur your interest and make you want to read it uh, and think about it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But I guess, you know, having seen this for one week anyway, Debbie saw it. Is she here? Oh, no. Anyway, um, she's like, oh, that's a lot of stuff. But, you know, I mean, you can kind of pick and choose a little bit. It, uh, it, you know, it's just meant to be sort of an outline. Um, I hope it's not a stuff. The first week I had to do it on a legal size sheet because it was rather wordy and big. But by going to using what's in the hymnal for the order, um, it's a little easier. I could make it big and use more paper and actually put the orders in here, but then you don't have for the specific time of day. So if it's evening, you get Luther's evening prayer. If it's morning, you get a morning prayer, etc. to go in there. Or I could just say, look, I'm all up in your catechism. Um, but boy, if I printed all the options, it's going to get really verbose and long and weighty. So, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, if you've looked at it last week, I guess I'd like some feedback. <gasps> um, but, you know, what you thought, or is it too much, or did you like it? Did you not like it? You want me to just leave you to yourself? I'm not telling you you have to at all. Um, but I think, you know, sometimes we just need a little something to spur us along. Anybody had any thoughts with it? Yes? This thing, this paper, which is I've printed, should be in your hymnal box. And uh, it was one there last week in most of them. It's possible someone took yours. Possible I took it. I don't know. Sometimes I say, I need one of these. <laughs> they're all, yeah, Brittany said they're also on the Narthex table. So scout around and you'll find them there. Um, other thoughts? Questions, comments, yes? We can't put it on the website. And, and to that end, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you could put the Lord's Prayer on there, you could put the Creed on there, but just, of course, the website could be different. We could have a link to those things where they could print them on a separate sheet. So that would be good. Okay, I'm thinking out loud. Anybody else want to think out loud and help me? Don't know. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. I found the, uh, the psalm thing interesting. There's a, and, you know, this is in the hymnal too. When you get back there in your daily prayer, there's a lectionary. Uh, daily lectionary that gives you readings uh, through the year, and it has a lectionary of psalms. And if you, I think it's in this one, uh, but it, you'll, if you read the psalms as they are in this, you'll read all of them in 60-day rotations. So every 60 days, you'll read them all. Um, yeah, there's another one in here. I don't think it's quite the same. Uh, but this one's out of another book. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, 
Okay. That's really, I, I just want to encourage you in, in your devotions and your family prayer. It's the confirmation class. I really would like them to be doing this as a family and having devotions together and uh, them getting used to praying daily and looking at Scripture daily in some way. Um, our time is increasingly valuable and increasingly hard to find time for things such as this. We have pressures from all angles, and uh, I think it's just important to uh, help them try and think of that. And if they get a hymn stuck in their head, uh, that the, the closing hymn, this service, I just love that tune. It just goes round and round and round in my head, and I really enjoy it. But uh, to just, just to be looking at these things. Um, the confirmation class, I started out going to keep this on pace with the confirmation class's memory work. Unfortunately, they only have 24 classes. They are on the accelerated program. So their memory work is going to be much greater than this would be. Um, you know, this will be divided up in pretty small chunks. And the idea is, if you're doing this with uh, small kids, you know, they just learn the commandment. Thou shalt have no other gods. Older kids learn the meaning. And older kids learn more of the meaning. And adults, if we possibly can learn to memorize anything anymore, uh, you know, we might memorize it too. Uh, but, it, you know, it's just good to have with you uh, in your head. And, and uh, the, the catechism book I'm using with the kids' instruction uh, is, they say, learn by heart. You know, just not memory work. Memorize it. Learn it by heart. You know, here goes in here, but you want it to settle here, and you want it to be a part of them. Um, so that's kind of the goal with them. And I sent a letter to them. I really don't want to hammer them and be legalistic, and I know they're going to have other obligations. And uh, so, really, part of what they have to do if they can't come to class is have a family devotion. Um, it's kind of expected that that would be going on in some way. Every night? Sure, great. Probably not. But um, if they cannot come to class because of a sports event or a concert or whatever it is, then I've asked them to write um, a short 300-word reflection. I always like the word reflection because reflection is subjective. So what do I think? What happened? What did I get out of this? And I want them to just write 300 words on what they got out of their family devotion and connect it to what was in their material for catechism that week. So I can see that they looked at this and they did this and something is going on. They just didn't do nothing for what would then be two weeks. So... I hope that doesn't come off as too with them. Um, but uh, in love, you know, just to, just to have them doing something. Um, the uh, other thing was if they would just write a couple sentences about how they came to that decision. Because I really want the confirmation class to come and enjoy it and talk about the things of God and how it impacts their life and their need for it. And um, if they can't, 
I'd like to have an idea of how they came to that decision. And it may be, as I told one parent, I said, their decision to not come may be entirely godly and good. You know, they may have made a commitment, and to not fulfill that commitment would be to sin against somebody, to, you know, to not do what you said you would do. And those are choices they will make and we all make through our whole life. Do I go to church on Sunday or do I whatever? Do I, you know, and or church on Saturday or whenever it's available. But um, there's always this decision and this move. Am I moving further away from God, from the gifts He gives, from forgiveness of my sins, from being in the divine service, receiving the sacrament, receiving absolution? Am I moving further away from that by what I do in my life? Or am I moving closer to it? And that's kind of what I want them to think about. Because as I tell them, Someday you're going to be 17, you're going to have a driver's license, and your parents are going to go, yeah, I'm not going to church this Sunday, we were out too late last night, or whatever we did, uh, i got to get up early and cut the grass, I don't know. But they will be able to say, well, I'm going to church, and go get in the car and drive on over here and be here. And when they go away to school, they'll have the same thing. There'll be pressures, their friends, the whole dorm will be ghostly quiet on Sunday morning if they leave about 9.30, um, except for maybe the drone of a dryer or something where somebody got up, did their laundry, and went back to bed. Um, But, you know, they may get up and walk across campus and find a friend and go to church. So are they moving toward the things of God or further from the things of God? So that's what I want them to get out of confirmation. This kind of came out of that program to give the family something as a devotion to have and it will probably continue to morph a little bit. Yeah. So, for families who might be overwhelmed, would it be helpful to maybe bold-face, like if you only have time to do some of this, what would be the key readings and psalms for this week? Yeah, we could do that. If you were to pick and choose what you would recommend. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that and look at that. I mean, having, this is all in retrospect to the sermon, to the service that took place, um, you know, probably just sticking um, to the psalm for that week and the creed and the Lord's Prayer and the short uh, responsive prayer that's at the beginning of each page and then just whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry. I do have it up here. Um, yeah, so if you went to daily prayer, you know, that you open it, and that's the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and a brief three or four line responsory, um, and then the psalm, like this week, 116, 1 to 9, um, unless you're doing something different on a regular basis, and then look at the catechism, the learn by heart, um, and then really if you know, if you didn't get into the readings, everybody's just really tired. Go on to um, Luther's evening prayer and go to bed. You know, I mean, do what you can. It's not meant to be this. Three or four days a week, would you say, focus on like the first reading as opposed to the second reading? That's free. Whatever you wish, really. I think some of what you'll see in the first reading, uh, particularly in the front side of the week, will be more Bible story-based 
it, it's following readings uh, for a school year type of situation. So it'll have very concrete things going on that I think kids could relate to better um, than some more abstract readings of Scripture. Um, so, so, you know, maybe with, you know, um, smaller kids, those are, those are good. Um, and you can bring things out of those. But yeah, it's flexible in that way. Yeah. I'll turn off my microphone. No. Yeah. Yeah, the readings may seem to jump around a bit because it, it's, there are some set readings in this program and then you're filling the second reading um, with readings out of a lectionary, a daily reading lectionary that's in the hymnal. So some days, like if the reading on the, on the first reading is from the New Testament, then it'll take an Old Testament reading. If it's from the Old Testament, it'll take a New Testament reading. And in between there would have been other New Testament readings. Um, if you want to read the whole Bible in a year, there's plenty of programs out there to do it. The idea here is be reading something. That's my thought. Um, yeah. And doing it as a family. Doing it with your kids. And if it's the smallest piece of it is all you have time to do, do the smallest piece of it. And if you don't have time for whatever reason because Becky's sick and threw up on you and you finally got her to, you know, just go to bed, <laughs> say your prayers, thank the Lord everybody in the whole house isn't throwing up yet, and um, <clears throat> thanks be to God and, and go on. You know, I mean, that, that, you know, we can only do what we can only do. And uh, we don't want to be total pietists and oh I can't come to work till noon sir because I need to stay home and pray all morning I don't I don't think that's you know quite what God has in mind he wants us to be in the world engage with people but to take however wee bit of time it is and just have something to look at what should I do that's now not what 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 can I do what's there and just do part of it do what you can um anybody else questions thoughts comments. Shoot me an email. I'd, I'd be happy to hear suggestions or thoughts or whatever. I just, I don't want it to get too big. And I, um, but, you know, take the hymnal home. Have it there. Um, it, it's a great resource uh, to use with friends or any situation you have. With the catechism in there, all kinds of prayers, hymns themselves, just to read, um, are, are rich, very rich. So, that being all I have, unless there's questions or other things, we can close with prayer. Lord God, Heavenly Father, You so richly bless us with Your Word. Help us to find the time, the energy, to just sit down 
and relax with the blessings that you give us through your Holy Scripture. Help us to introduce and show it to our families, to our children, that they could learn it and put it into their heart and carry it with them all the days of their life. Help us to move always closer to your word, to forgiveness, to your sacraments, and the forgiveness of our sins. And when we do stray, call us back by your Holy Spirit. Convict us of our sin and our need to turn to you. You're always there. You're always beside us calling out. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen.